You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, I have Ebony Time on from us with us from Locum Tenon Guide. Uh, Ebony, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start out by giving us a little bit of background of you as a nurse? Like what, uh, how'd you become a nurse? Why'd you become a nurse? <laughs> what have you done as a nurse? Um, sure. That's a big question. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So um, I started my nursing journey in 2014. Um, I, I was a med surge nurse. I graduated in 2013 of December. I was a med surge nurse for I think about two years, maybe it could have been two and a half years, but um, I'm originally from New York City. I did all of my schooling in New York City, including um, New York, excuse me, including my master's degree. Um, I was a med surge nurse. And um, at the time that I decided to get my bachelor's, I was doing ICU and I continued ICU up until I graduated with my master's back in 2018. Um, so my journey, I'm, I'm, I am a family medicine nurse practitioner currently practicing as a locum tenant provider, um, which a lot of people don't know what that is. <laughs> so, um, it's a, it's a, it's basically a traveling provider. You can be a nurse practitioner, you can be a PA, you can be a CRNA. Um, typically you get paid as a 1099 contractor, but there are some, some big W-2 um, positions as out there as well. So I've been doing that for the past four years. I've been doing it since 2019. And my experience at with that is um, urgent care, primary care. I did infectious disease, transgender care. Um, my major background is um, urgent care. I've done employee health as well. I'm also, I'm also a remote um, nurse practitioner as well. I do a lot of synchronous and asynchronous visits. I am in between the care coordination with primary care. And I'm also working currently in um, New York City Health and Hospitals as a remote nurse practitioner urgent care provider. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have, uh, do you have any hobbies or does this encompass all of it? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so my actually, um, my journey started with um, me being a travel ICU nurse. And with that, I was able to try. I've been to over 30 plus countries now, predominantly solo. Um, and the fact that I was a travel nurse had allowed me to be able to navigate the world the way I wanted to at my own terms and also um, work, right? Still being able to take care of patients. I do always have a passion to, to, to take care of patients. And so when I, um, I did travel nursing as an ICU nurse for about a year and a half, maybe two years, um, I went back and I had a staff urgent care position because I was like, you know what? I have this, this nursing degree, it's time to utilize, this NP degree, it's time to utilize it. It's been a year and some change already. Let's go back, forget everything, you know, the freedom, the flexibility that I built. I mean, that was my mindset at that time that I built. 
and um, go back. I had a staff NP job for four months in urgent care. And then I quit. I quit and then I started doing, um, I, that's when I became a traveling provider after four months of um, and, um, being an NP. Okay. And mm-hmm. why, why did you quit? What, what was it about that you didn't like? Um, for me, cherishing my freedom and flexibility um, was huge. I wanted to be able to navigate the world still, but not even only that, like just the restrictions of like having to work holidays and having to use PTO and not having the time off that I need um, to do just basic things. And I felt like for me, I don't know about anybody else, but for me mentally, I came to a point where I did not want to do nursing anymore when I was a staff nurse practitioner, because a lot of us, we, you know, we think that, and and, and some of us, it, it works in their favor, but for me personally, I was like, I need to get away from bedside. I need to go to outpatient. And that was the original thought of how I would make, I would feel better mentally. Mm-hmm. And even with that change, I did not feel better mentally. I just knew that I needed to regain my own freedom. And yeah. so that was the biggest thing for me. I hated the outpatient. <laughs> I did a acute care nurse practitioner for many, many, many years. And I, you know, I was kind of forced into um, like some partial outpatient and I was like, Oh God, you know, trying to get a CAT scan. I'm like, what do you mean? I've got to get this improved by somebody. <laughs> but, you know, no, you just yes. go. <laughs> yes, especially if you're used to the inpatient and just everything being right away. Cause like one of my locum contracts that I did, the hospital was associated with urgent care. So that was amazing. Even though I was outpatient, just having our labs come back, everything else come back inside. I know the feeling. I might not have been inpatient, but I know that feeling of working in different places where you're limited with things. So (laughs) <laughs> right, right. And, and I can, you know, I can really attest and, you know, resonate with what you're saying about the freedom and flexibility. And I'll say, I mean, this is going way back, um, 1999, around there. Um, I took a position as a, a an agency nurse in this hospital. And I worked neuro for my whole career. And as a neuro nurse, there were always openings in neuro because nobody likes to work neuro. Um, so <laughs> I ended up at this one hospital and it was all dedicated to neuro. And as the agency nurse, uh, one, I, I had been there for so long that I was actually training any new employees that came in. Um, but two, like I literally got to name my schedule. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to work Monday, Thursday and one day next week, you know, and it was wonderful because I got to choose whatever days I wanted. And then I would, I would take off like three months at a time. And I'm like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to France for the summer and I would study at the Sorbonne. And it was, it was awesome. It was the most amazing thing to have that type of freedom. Yes. And it feels good mentally. Just knowing like, listen, I'm only here for three months. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just here to do my job. I have a vacation for the next four months after that. Yeah. Just that feeling. I, I, I like it mentally. It made me love my career even more now that I'm able to design it the way I want to. Right. So tell us a little bit about the term like locum tenum and how's it different than travel nursing or is it the same mm-hmm. or how does that work? That's good. So I, I had the beauty to do both so I can speak on it for both. Thank you. Thank God. But, um, so, um, Locums is a Latin term for like per diem, part-time, contracted, um, and it differs from travel nursing because um, basically for, for, for IRS tax purposes, 
Um, most travel nurses are W-2 employees. And for locums, most jobs are 1099 contracts. Like I said, there are still some that are W-2, um, big companies, but most of them you'll find with the higher rates are paying you 1099 contracting roles. And another thing that's different with most um, locum companies and travel nursing company is whether or not they give you housing or, or not. So travel nursing, I know typically they get a stipend um, and then they use that stipend to go find housing uh, or save their stipend or get a car rental. So the way that locums work for most companies is you, you negotiate your hourly rate because there's always room for negotiation. I tell my students this all the time. <laughs> negotiate anything. So um, you you negotiate your rate. In addition to that, most companies will apply, will, will give you um, housing and a car rental and a flight to and from or whatever the case may be. This is not an additional stipend. This is from this is a uh, from the perks that the, the 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 actual agency has to give you. There are some locum companies that do give you like an all-inclusive rate. So they'll increase your rate so that you can find your own. And then there are companies that will um that will that will um give you a stipend as well. So it really it, it for the most part, travel nursing is like, okay, you, you you work your 13 weeks or however long it is now, I think it's back to 13. You get a you get a stipend and you do what you want with your stipend. The other major thing is the length of these contracts. Most travel nursing contracts are 13 weeks. Locum contracts, we fill in for anything. We fill in for sick calls. So tomorrow I could be on contract for just this weekend and that was it for the company. That's all they needed me for. Um, I've done per diem contracts. I've done 13 week contracts. I've done two week contracts. I'm on a six week contract right now in DC where my locum agency flies me every week to DC. I do my three twelves in a row. They also provide me housing and a car rental, and then they fly me back home as well. Oh, you're so, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. And for me being an avid traveler, that's huge for me because I'm a Delta person. I love Delta. So I, I'd be like, fly me with Delta. <laughs> Fly me with Delta. <laughs> um, I'm also Hilton. I have all different. I'm, I have Hilton. I have Mary. I have all of them because when they put me into these um, these hotels, well, they give me choices, but I, I, I choose based on like what I want points for, right? Because I use my points. I use the point system to, le to live free and I use the tax system to live, you know, the tax code to live tax-free. And um, I use the points to for my leisure travels. So I have like a huge travel coming up and um, I'm going to go to Africa, different parts of Africa. And I plan to spend four to five months in Africa just traveling. But knowing that I worked most of the year and I've gained a ton of points to even use half of my travels for free is really important for me. Um, being able to negotiate my rate is important for me as well. So I would say like the biggest things that are the biggest difference between travel nursing and oh, I have one more to say too. And and travel and traveling as an MP definitely is the negotiation, the length of contracts, how it's structured. And another thing is like um, I know for travel nursing they have something called the fifty mile radius where they won't get a stipend at all. Um, if they are within the, the 50 mile radius. 
none of that applies for locums. The contract could be I actually took a contract that was a five minute walk away from me. Um, <laughs> and, and that's it. The, the goal with locums is just, just to negotiate, get paid your hourly rate and take advantage of any benefits that come along with it. Um, Another, one more thing, sorry. Another thing between locum companies and travel nursing companies is um, locum companies, if it's a W company, a W2 company, they will provide you 401k. Um, they will provide you um, with uh, medical, dental, vision, those kind of things. If it's a W2 um, contract, if it's a 1099, you're responsible for it yourself, but it's a complete tax write-off. So... <laughs> Right. It's a win situation, you know? Yeah. And Operating I, as a business, pretty much. That is awesome. And I would say that after all these years of, of putting money into it, it's actually a 403B because uh, we were a nonprofit. But, um, you know, I'm like, I should have been using the business, using a self-directed IRA, and then I could actually use that that IRA, I mean, the, the 401k, the self-directed 401k to like finance the business ventures <laughs> that I did because all my money is like caught up in some stupid, uh, you know, mutual fund that I can't access, <laughs> you know? Um, yes. So yeah, uh, that is awesome. That is really awesome. So what, what have been some of your favorite jobs or locums um, positions? Mm -hmm. I absolutely love going to California in the winter time, <laughs> but I do not like the winter. So every um, time it's winter over here, I go to California and I work. So the last place I worked was in San Jose. That was my first time there. It was pretty nice. I worked in San Francisco before too. It was pretty nice over there. Um, I would love to get a contract in Los Angeles, but the North side, just like travel nursing, they get paid more than the south side so um the contracts out there that was that was one of my favorite contracts my last contract that i did was an hour away from my house upstate new york that was the one that i told you about that's associated with the hospital where everything comes back fast um i worked with some amazing employees there um that one was my favorite contract because um it wasn't too far from home uh, again, they, they paid for my car rental. I drove up, did my three 12 hour shift, stayed in the hotel and then drove back. Um, and it, it was the closest thing to home at that time. I needed to stay home and I was just making more money than I would be making if I was a staff in New York city. So, um, definitely those two had to be my most favorite contract. Um, and I like, I like the beach in South and San Jose. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so do they have like locums in like, uh, the U S Virgin islands or Puerto Rico? Can I go there? <laughs> yeah, so they do. Um, those contracts are harder to find. And I always pray that I land a contract out there, but yes. So they do have contracts in U S Virgin islands. They have it in Hawaii. One of my students was on a contract in Hawaii actually, um, and they do have it in Puerto Rico, though I have not seen it. I would assume that they would have it there because it's every state. It really depends on um, how, like, how well known the agency is and how many places they have um, contracts in mm -hmm. as well. But definitely Hawaii has them and U.S. Virgin Islands do as well. Okay, so now you turn this, uh, your locums, uh, what you're doing in locums, you've turned this into a business as well for yourself. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. Yes. So tell, think- tell me about that. Tell me how you help people and, and what you do. Sure. Um, it started with my personal journey. Um, like I said, not a lot, four years ago, I've heard of the term of locums. Um, and I didn't quite know that that was the term actually. We could date it back to when I was in school, my last year of NT school, we had a job fair. And, you know, all I went to all of the tables because like any other nurse practitioner at that time that's finishing up school, they're gonna try to see where see wherever they can get a job, right? So I went to all of the tables and the tables that struck, struck me the most was the tables that was like, you have the ability to create your own schedule. You had that financial freedom. You have that flexibility. And the only thing that I had lacked was experience. Mm. And I guess I could have said that too about travel nursing and locums is that you don't have to have one year of experience. Travel nursing, you had to have one year. I became a locum after four months. After oh, wow. I quit that staff, mm-hmm, after I quit that staff urgent care position, I became a locum. And my first contract wasn't even in urgent care. It was in primary care. I was trained um, for, I think it was nine months I was with them. I was trained for um, by um, a medical doctor and a nurse practitioner with adult medicines, transgender care. I did mainly HIV there, HIV management and treatment there. Amazing. Um, my experience there was actually really good. So I never struggled with um, clinical judgment, um, went to school for this. So I never struggled with that. I might have, I might've had a question here and there, but I always had the support. Mm-hmm. What I struggled with was operating as a business, right? So I think my main struggle was I was practicing under my name. That's number one. Number two, I was co-mingling my funds. So my personal was mixed in with my business. No good. I didn't understand understand the difference. I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't understand the difference. Um, Another thing was um, I didn't understand what business write-offs were, what the tax code was, how does it apply to me practicing now as an independent contractor. I don't even think I knew the term independent contractor really well neither. Like I was practicing, I regained my financial my financial freedom, my flexibility. I made my own schedule, but I did not know how to practice as a business structure. And it hit me because my first year, I never really negotiated. Um, I didn't, it was so many things I could have done that I did not do, which resulted to me owing back $30,000 to the IRS. And I didn't question it because at that time, not operating as a business, my mindset was like, well, you make more money, you owe more money. (laughs) And it's not to be, it should not be like that at all. Right. So I was just like, okay, I never wrote off any type of business expenses or anything. So operating in a place where it's not being spoken about like that, um, where there's not much information about locums, where it's not things tied together, I knew that I needed to create something based on my own experience so that the next person that wants to tap in or um, do something like do something around the route of not necessarily getting into their own business, but operating as a business um, structure as a locum, they do it correctly. And so I, two years ago, I had put in, I had a little pink notebook and I wrote down all of the things that went wrong my first year. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. And like, so when I did that, I was just like, 
okay, so how am I going to structure this? And I, I felt like the best way for me to do this with my busy schedule is to structure it as a course, uh, uh, you know, that you could take at your own pace. I also have a community. I added the community later because I felt like, yeah, I can give everybody the course, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to understand it or, or, or take it in as well. Right. And I'm, the, the best thing that I created was the course, because now my students that take the course have access to me at any given time. Now, I travel a lot. I'm in different time zones. And so I couldn't have anything where I, I had structured like times to, 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 you know, do phone consultations and stuff like that. Me, my students, I we have an amazing relationship like they tell me about their personal journey divorces and what what made them take this route and I love that connection with them because I can be like hey let's hop on the phone what's going on I, I, I like I, they know I'm like straight direct like what's going on in your journey did you quit your job yet okay did you not okay why we're we staying okay you want to stay here all right let's pick up some per diem locum shifts like that's how I am with my students because um, I like to cultivate a, a community that understands me and I can understand my community as well. So um, I did that. I started my um, business last year in February. So it's, it's relatively new. This year will be, I mean, February just past made a, a year. Um, but I, it was just an additional resource to me being, you know, practicing under the same business structure as well, which made it 10 times better. Um, but yeah, it's been going good. The community is growing. Um, I have I have students that are in different countries right now, working remotely as a 1099 contractor. I have other students that just finished a contract. I have other students that are in Hawaii, Florida, Arizona. They're like closer to home, just building the life that they want. And that's just is that something I'm very passionate about protecting your peace. And build the life, the life that you want. <laughs> that, I, I, I mean, I love this because <laughs> I'm a, I'm a traveler too. That's all. I spend all my money on, on travel and going places, and I for, force my son to go with me. He's, he hated it for the first ten years of his life, but now he likes it. Um, but yeah, it, it was always really, really important to me to have that flexibility and to be able to get up and go and do things. And I don't want somebody to say no, because we, there's not enough staff to cover you. Well, screw that. Like, <laughs> you know, and it kills that me. That, nothing to do with me. Yeah. It has something to do with <laughs> me. Exactly. And it kills me that the healthcare system doesn't understand that. Right. Like I have a nurse right now who's on my team and she still has a, a part-time job as an NP and she's like, Oh, I need this day off and they're like oh no you have to train all the new people some of the new people have already requested that time off and she was like excuse me <laughs> yeah. it was ridiculous you know and yeah so this is amazing uh so and you said people are in other countries doing remote np work is that right yeah, I have to um one of my one of my students she actually um relocated um to Ghana. Um she's building a house in Ghana. She's working remotely at 1099 um nurse practitioner. And and that's been a year now with her. Another student had uh, her husband already worked remotely. She never I worked her job as a local and I was like girl you need to get into this local game. Um so she finally did she was on maternity leave and she went back to 
position that was had like I'm working at local at her job. She never went to that position. Um, her husband worked remotely. Like, they just went to Ghana. I'm still in Ghana, I think, until June, and she works remotely as a 1099 nurse practitioner as well. So, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's just amazing. That is amazing, and that's. You know, that's what I love about nursing too, is that there's like, there's so many things that you can do and there's so many ways to do it. And you don't have to just be pigeonholed in one place and med surge and you just do this and you, you're there for the next 50 years of your life. Uh, it's not like that at all. So, um, all right. Um, so uh, what I was going to say is like, do you, is your program, is it ongoing? Is it something people can join anytime or how does that work? Yes. So, um, my program is ongoing. Um, I encourage, it's kind of process to be honest because I encourage, a lot of people don't know much about locum. So, the people that do, they tap in right away. The people that don't, they need a little bit of. You have to break the mindset, right? Like the fear of becoming. Like, oh, I'm gonna do this, like change an event, and leave this job that that was toxic. Um. So now becoming and planning you know, the way that it works for you and your family, and so I had told master class in transitioning from. Um, from staff, nurse practitioners, and the contracting, because at first I feel like people need to understand the concept. I didn't so once you understand this and you have how much money you can make, what you do with full time, part time, per diem, then it's like, oh, okay, let's let me let me let me learn more about this, right? I never used to talk about my people used to see me see me travel. I travel, but people never had my nursing page and so people were like what should you do for living and the whole time I was doing no gums and I was like nobody really knows so first understanding independent contracting and then understanding how it can work for you and your family your loved ones you mentally physically and emotionally and um, then people step in and um it's a reverse membership it's not really a membership it's a course um, and I have industry experts in there. I have a financial advisor, <coughs> a CPA, advisor. I have a recruiter that's to get different um, licenses um, for pretty much if, if they work for a specific company, they respect. Um, and then they have me. I do monthly Q and I also have guest speakers who branched off into entrepreneurship roles. So that's a lot go in this life awesome um yeah no this sounds this sounds really awesome so how do people find you or join your course or join the 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 group like how how can they do that uh, sure so um i can be found on mainly instagram i'm on youtube I'm on LinkedIn and on Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram. My Instagram is at E-B-C-H-E-N-P. I'm also um, on Instagram on my journey as well. Um, that's my page, P-A-G-E underscore E-B. I'm um, also how people 
the course. I first recommend to join my free webinar and contracting because that's what I talk about in there. So when they join the free webinar and um, they'll learn about my how to navigate out of 30K to now not paying anything in taxes um, the year before too. And not the opportunity to become a locum. Or if they're not a locum, not going the locum route, they had an opportunity to learn a 1099 contracting so they could that, that have direct relationships with the hospital or clinic that they are doing 1099 contracting work with. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, Ebony, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. This is, it's really been very, <laughs> like looking to my own locum tenums job. Um, but this is, this is awesome. And I really appreciate you sharing this with us. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is Katie Harris saying, thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.